Welcome to Not Quite Scottish Imports! Welcome to Not Quite Scottish Imports! We're still not quite Scottish, some of us are less Scottish than others. I'm not naming names. Oh. I'm the most Scottish though, so it's these two <laughs> fools over here, Brad and Tammy, and I'm Claire. Hey guys! Wow, that's for not naming names. That's a really interesting way to not name names. There's been a lot of weird race science on this episode. For real. That's me, the the resident racist. (laughs) Wow. Interesting that it's not the people in Orlando doing the racism for once. Not for not this time. Why I feel like ones? that would be too obvious. It's wild. Yeah. Until until Just we have this Nick ones. Quintes as the new host on the podcast. Oh Ooh. God. <laughs> Why'd you have to bring it down? <laughs> I listen. Gotta be wary of Nazis. They're literally everywhere. <laughs> it's very yeah. true. This it's one's behind you right now, Brad. <laughs> Probably. I mean, yeah. I was like, <laughs> don't look outside, Brad. Probably. <laughs> no. I mean, I, right. I would I would shake a stick, but we had to record a podcast, and I don't want to hit a Nazi. Also, you don't want to waste a stick on a Nazi. <laughs> a shaking a stick Unless, doesn't waste yeah. it. Does, does a stick only have so many shakes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it implodes. I gotta charge it. So... <laughs> <laughs> the USB was, I was just thinking, like, no, I'd like to take a stick to a Nazi. <laughs> like, I'd like yeah. to take a stick and hit a Nazi. Um, all right, so we are covering um, a much fun, more fun episode than Nazis <laughs> called The Pharaoh's Daughter. Um, so, Brad... We have vampires, now we have mummies. Yeah. Well, t- <laughs> God, there's so much to talk about. Okay, Brad, go ahead. <laughs> uh, get us in 60-second summary, please. All right. All of our names are in a device. Alexa. Mine isn't. <laughs> Open 60-second summary. <laughs> okay, let me pick. Claire. <gasps> what? <laughs> oh, Alexa, you let me down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She was like, well, let me check if Claire is in the device. Yes, mm. here it is. It's Claire. <laughs> well, well, well. How oh. the tables have turned. Oh, man, I've lost my streak. <laughs> uh, Claire, please take a moment. Oh, I can't even remember how we do this. Uh, uh, think about what happened in this episode. What were people doing? What were they wearing? Like, whatever you need <laughs> to just... Max. <laughs> Not fake, fake comfort. <laughs> Whatever you need to discuss this episode in as much detail as possible without going over one minute or ridiculously under because then you would be a all-white museum chunk. <laughs> okay. Sure. All right. And uh, you will be going in three, two, one, go. Hello. So <laughs> this one, so Duncan opens a sarcophagus and finds a mummy and, or not a mummy, it's a woman. She's an immortal. She's been in there for 2000 years. She seems remarkably well adjusted. Has she been asleep all that time? Was she constantly suffocating, dying and coming back to life? I don't know. I have so many questions. Anyway, they're running around together. Um, he, 
there's a little fun montage where he teaches her about modern life. That's great. She is angry because she used to date this Russian, uh, Russian Roman guy, and then he, she feels like he betrayed her. So she wants to hunt him down. But hey, he's a good guy now. He's friends with Darius. Um, in the end, Duncan sleeps with the 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 woman, and then she betrays him because um she I don't know wants to kill the other guy. She stabs this other woman. Duncan is a judging judgy weirdo with certain things in this episode and like yeah that's it the end one minute oh she wears tk tk max sandals Nope, too late. <laughs> okay. You're just trying to not be on one minute. Yeah. What what is it with you and wanting to be a chump? <laughs> I, I just wanna be a chump. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, this this episode has I think so many things that we enjoy. <laughs> Yeah. So um, so I can't wait to talk about all of them. <laughs> I think the only thing I sent you guys was oh, Seinfeld music is back. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh god, there was some wacky music in this. Oh. And I mentioned to you guys about this, this this lady who's come straight from ancient Egypt. Oh yeah. Like uh with mm-hmm. her TK Maxx sandals, which really made me laugh. Because I was yeah. in TK Maxx yesterday well, and I'm pretty sure I saw these sandals in there. And no clothes but sandals, and I'm like, why would she have sandals? Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't, I just, you don't want to step on anything. No, it's just so funny. I was just like, uh, yeah. what the... She's going to the beach? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about all of it. Yeah, there's a lot um, of questions. Yeah, there's a lot of questions and lots of... I'm, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, all right, uh, Claire, what do you have for fun facts Hello. for us? I have two fun facts on IMDb. So one says that the original plan for Marcus Constantine was for him to replace Darius as the older wiser immortal that Dunku could turn to for advice. However, the actor was unable to return to the show and then they say about the introduction of a character in season three which fills the role. And I was like, no, I've been spoiled on something. So... Yeah. Uh, and then the other one is for the second time in the series Duncan McLeod expresses an appalling simplistic late 20th century PC view of the Crusades <laughs> the term cru- and then it goes through what the Crusades what? actually were and there we go that was it. That's my fun right. facts. Weird. Uh, Weird. Yeah. Uh, Weird fun facts. And also the way that they worded it. Like, that's, that's so I think, PC. my bigger yeah. problem. With yeah. It. <laughs> um, let's see. A couple fun facts from Bill Panzer uh, and David Bromowitz. Oh, boy. Uh, some of it is that um, the fact that Nia Peoples had a body double for the naked scene, but not necessarily for the sexy time scenes. Um, let's see. True. They they really just kept talking about how beautiful and striking the people's was in their like thing. So I was like, oh. I mean, that's fair. Oh. She was fucking sexy, and that this was uh their Duncan and uh Nia people's uh lovemaking scenes were so extra that when they were doing the dailies, when they were rewatching the dailies, that people would come by and stop to watch all the dailies. Oh my god. With them. <laughs> Uh, the other thing, let's see. Oh, they actually were happy that in all of the fan mail and email and conventions that they've been to, obviously up until the DVD release, because that's as far as, you know, when this interview came out, that they were excited because nobody asked the question, which my family asked immediately, which is, how did this 2,000-year-old person getting out of sarcophagus be able to speak perfect English? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but they said nobody had asked them. So, and I was like, "That's funny," because Dan and Josie right away was like, "How is she speaking <laughs> yes. English?" Um, 
Nia was their choice to do the part, but also Catherine Zeta-Jones had wanted this part. Oh! oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, there's the spoiler that you already read, so I'm not going to read that. Um, okay, the sword fight was pretty bold because what, Leah na- what Nia lacked in experience, she made up for in ferocity. And if you look at it and you'll... Nobody ever came at Duncan with such incredible aggressiveness. She was not pulling her punches. There was no attempt at slow down, half speed, soften the shot. She just went went at him and everybody was just hoping that Adrian could take care of himself, which he could. <laughs> but yeah, I just like the idea that nice. she... Because you could tell in yeah. this, like her fight scene, she's not fucking around <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. And to know like that was... It almost sounds like that was more the actress's choice. <laughs> love it. Like, nice. She just went for it. It makes me love her even more. Yeah. Um, for those of you, I don't have like the total list. This is just my personal knowledge. For those of you who do not know who Nia Peoples is, she was in the show Fame. I, but she yeah, also, I don't know who she is. yeah, she was also um, really, I don't want to say big in music. The thing is, she came out at the same time that Paula Abdul came out with music. Oh, and okay. her songs and Paula Abdul, like if you go back and listen to some of her music, um, I mean, I remember some of her songs, but they're very similar to Paula Abdul's. And I rewatched yeah. a music video today, and like literally, she just needed to dance with a cat, and it would have been a Paula Abdul music say, video. I was going to say, did she like ever dance with an animated cat? Because... Yeah, like that's all she needed to do because it, there's her and Paula Abdul's style is so fucking similar, and honestly, they kind of like at that age especially look very similar. So I was just like, mm. this is probably why she didn't go as far because they, they came out the only one. Yeah, and like both of them came out with songs in '88 and. 91. Both of them had albums in both years. It was just like, oh, I'm sorry, Nia Peoples. But she she still did acting, which Paula Abdul yeah. really didn't. So, um, so that's my personal uh, insight into Nia Peoples. And then Desi Reviews, uh, he was fine with this episode. I think the, the thing uh, that we come across when we do any podcast is the three of us just super enjoy wacky, dumb episodes. Like, the crazier and kookier the better is what I say. Yeah, yeah. And so everyone else is like, either they don't like it, or in the case of Destiny Reviews, he's like, eh, he could take or leave this episode. He's he's it's not that he's offended or anything like that. He's he's not that crazy with his reviews like the X Files folks get. <laughs> um oh. or God, as we learned, even the prisoner people got. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but uh he he just he says uh, he liked very specific things about the episodes. He thought Nia Peoples was excellent. He liked the character of Mark Constantine, Marcus Constantine. And then the things that didn't work were some of the stuff we already said. The fact that she like came out of the sarcophagus and spoke English. The thing she had shoes but no clothes. Like it just like when uh, it, I don't even know how Duncan like like chops her head t- off at the end because when she falls she has a head. So I didn't even know how the quickening happened. That was another one I was really used about. Yeah. Um, he didn't understand, or he didn't know, and this is true too. I, what is the point of the evil watcher side plot in this episode? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's true. I was, just, I really thought they were gonna try and go somewhere or link it back, or maybe Joe would show up or something. Yeah. But like, it really was kind of for just shits and giggles, I guess. Um. So, so those were just a, a handful of things where he had problems with the episode. Which to me, I'm like. I don't know. I forgive all of it because this episode is great. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, I didn't, to be honest, there's actually a lot of cut dialogue and I just have not had a chance to read through all of it because it was actually a lot, a lot. 
Like there's extra Maurice stuff. There's extra. What? Yeah, it's there's so much cut dialogue. Why there's cut Maurice. Don't cut Maurice. Yeah, there's extra Constantine and Nefertiri stuff. There's extra. Const- oh. I mean, more Angel. Even with Angela and and Duncan and Constantine, I, there's just so they, much. They that need I, to make room <laughs> for for all those sex shots. Yeah, which fair. Oh, yeah. So hell, yeah, I agree. Like I was like, that sex barge is <laughs> back with a vengeance in this Seriously. episode. <laughs> um, so I will try uh, as we as we're recording, maybe to go back through some of it if I can remember or have time. But uh, I did not get an op- opportunity to do that. So with that, that's all I've got. Prad, what happened the day this episode aired? A lot of things are happening. But before we do that, um, all right, because there's no Duncan fly. Flashbacks, no. but I do get to add to the the spreadsheet of old immortals. <laughs> um, and Nefertiri is the oldest immortal. She is 266 years older than Kurgan. Wow! Is she older than Constantine? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. She's she was born in 1265 that. BC. Wow. Um, Constantine was born in 441 BC, so like he's like a baby. It's like nothing. Yeah. It's like nothing. Nothing. Wow. I mean, he's um he's like, like Constantine's only 24 30 2435 years old in this episode. Like he's a baby. He's a little baby. Whereas in this episode <laughs> she's 3259 years old. Wow. She looks so good for she her age. She looks so great. Really I mean, she's moisturizing guys. Got to moisturize. Exactly. <laughs> You've got a mummify yep. yourself sometimes yeah. to really let all the hydration just soak in. <laughs> please, please drop that skincare routine. <laughs> Alright, 2,000 years in a sarcophagus. It's so wild. It's like, it's so crazy. Ah, like, uh, oh, um, Marcus Constantine is only three years younger than Ramirez. <laughs> Wow. That's fun. So, yeah, I love that. It's just great. Love these numbers. All right. But importantly, what was happening? So many things are happening. It's April 25th, 1994. So we've jumped a few weeks. Um, A lot of things going on. Uh, First of all, it's official Red Hat Society Day. Congrats. Um, Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, in the Roman Empire, appropriately, it would be uh, a Robig- Robigalia in honor of Robigus, of course. Love Who's that Robigus? day. Yeah. Um, also, um, ugh, never, I'm not even gonna read that stupid. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> it's National Flag Day in Swaziland, Faroe Islands as well, also celebrating Ooh. National Flag Day. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, Sinai Liberation Day in Egypt. Nice. Um, so it's Alice Day celebrating uh, a celebration of the relationship between Alice Little and Lewis Carroll. Ooh, weird. Oh, weird. No. weird. That's weird. No, like that. I don't that. It's World Penguin Day. There's one. Oh, oh. nice. Um, also, God, there's so many days. I'm just looking for the best ones here. Um, yeah, uh, it's a bunch of days. It's a bunch of days, guys. It's a lot of days. Um, also, um, King Aslan Shah of Malaysia resigned on this day. Um, there were 14 inches of snow in Southern California. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, there's that. 
Um, also, uh, a top song in the U.S. Really? R. Kelly bump and grind? That can't be right. Oh, he, uh, R. Kelly was big, big, big. Yeah. In 1994? Yeah, he He's been around that long? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. He's always been around. Uh, wow. Yeah. I thought that was a little early, but okay. All right. Well, that's, that's number one. Um, in the UK- That's, let me, just to put it in perspective, R. Kelly was definitely around. In 1994 was when Aaliyah and R. Kelly got married. Oh. oh my god. So he was definitely big time by then. Wow. When they changed her age illegally and she was 15 and he was 27 when they got married. So. But yeah, nothing wrong there. Nothing wrong cool. with R. Kelly. <laughs> Very cool. Um, Top song in the UK is the Manchester United football squad's Come <laughs> On You Reds. Come on you Reds, come on you Reds, just keep Wait, your bottles and use your heads for 90 minutes or let them know as Man United, here we go. Alright, there's the no top way that's song. a top song? It is! <laughs> God. And it's just glory, glory, Man United. So, okay, wow, so, is, uh, you, you know what? Really, a, I mean, I knew you guys like soccer, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> I still remember the words. <laughs> Let me just read the rest of the songs in the UK. Uh, Please do. <laughs> number two, Stiltskin Inside. <gasps> oh, oh, that's an awesome song. That that's was in a Levi's commercial, and my sister <laughs> had a crush on the, the Levi's model man. Uh, number three, please, E17, please Around the World. Oh, yeah, that's a terrible song. In um, my in my school, you were either an E17 person or a take that person, and I was a take that person. At number four, wet, 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 love is all around. That was from Four Weddings and a Funeral and was number one for like three months. Number five, <laughs> CJ Lewis, sweets for my sweet. <gasps> sweet for my sweet, sugar for my honey. Fake. Oh, listen, Claire, <laughs> I don't know. The list is fake. At I, least Brad even knew R. Kelly's bumping <laughs> I, I know the name R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I know. I can't imagine that you knew the song. song. No. I get that. I yeah. know that. Uh, but like, th- this is just this is all phony baloney. Like, I don't, no, I don't know why you set up this website, songs. Claire. It's very weird. Uh. Musical masterpieces. Mm. Uh, I can't believe that Manchester United song was number one. I completely uh. forgot. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cover of Life magazine was the best vacation places. So, <laughs> you know where cool. the best vacation place is? Wherever Brad and Tammy are. Aww. Great people. Well, we're in Orlando, so it kind of works. <laughs> but also, there's lots of Nazis, apparently. So, yeah. careful. Careful on those vacations. <laughs> careful. Yeah. Claire's white, though. I think she's she's good. That's true. Yeah. I just need to be. I can hang I'm out with you guys, white. but only in hiding. <laughs> Yeah. I'm I'm uh, so white, I'm almost Scottish. <laughs> um also, uh where is that website? Oh, here it is. Um we gotta look and see what was going on in the theaters. Cause we it's been a it's been a few weeks we've been away from Highlander. Um so there's all new movies in the theaters. <gasps> nice. Um number one, Bad Girls. Oh, have you seen that, Brad? I have not. It's a female cowgirl movie. I think it's like Madeline Stowe, uh, uh, Drew Barrymore. 
Prostitutes Jennifer Jason Cody, Lee, Madeline Stowe, Anita, yeah. Mary Stuart Masterson, Eileen, yeah. Andy McDowell, and Lily Drew Barrymore work a oh, saloon in the, the Old West. They decide yes. to flee the bordello for a better life elsewhere, but tr- trouble follows close behind. They are tailed by Pinkerton detectives. Oh God! Ooh. So, yeah. uh, it sounds like a real sounds like a real party. I feel oh. like it it came out because like like Young Guns was so big, and they were like, well, let's do a girl version. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two, four weddings and a funeral. That's well, there you go, and that's where that wet 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 song came from. Yeah. Uh, that's absolutely real. Okay. <laughs> Keep saying that. Um, number three, the paper. Uh, is that with Michael Keaton? Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, Henry Hackett, Michael Keaton, is an editor at the New York Sun, a tabloid paper facing financial cuts. His pregnant, his pregnant wife, Martha, Marissa Tomei, uh, pleads mm-hmm. with him to get a more respectable job so he can spend <laughs> more time. He's an editor of a tabloid. Um, <laughs> Hackett is considering an offer from another paper with, with fewer hours and higher pay. Uh, when he gets his hottest story in years, when his scoop leads to a burst of violence and conflict with his new boss, Alicia, Glenn Close, he faces a startling moment of truth. All right. All right. I can't believe I remember that film. Ah, it sounds like a, sounds like a real movie. All right. Um, what else you got, Brad? Number four, The Inkwell. Huh? Oh, that is ringing a bell. But really? If you don't like the paper, it. maybe you'll like the mm-hmm. inkwell. The inkwell. Um, this is uh, uh, Drew Lawrence Tate is a quiet 16-year-old still recovering from the trauma of accidentally burning his ho- his own house down. Drew's parents, Kenny, Joe Morton, and Brenda, uh, Suzanne Douglas, take the family to Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts, to vacation with their wealthy, re- wealthy relatives <gasps> for the summer. On the island, mm-hmm. Drew discovers an upper-class black community that, cent- that yes. centers on parties held at a beach called the Inkwell. There he falls for two different women, Jada Pinkett, and that's where it cuts off. So, all right. Yes, all right. I do. I have also seen that. It's ringing a bell. Okay. I mean, Joe Morton, always solid. Joe um, Morton's awesome. Yeah. Uh, number five, Cops and Robertsons. I love this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> It's such a dumb movie, and I fucking love it. Because uh, it's some buddy cop action when tough guy police officer Jake Stone, Jack Palance, <laughs> and his less seasoned partner, Tony Moore, David Barry Gray, are intent on taking down Osborne, Robert Davi. Oh, Robert Davi, just always the best. Robert Davi's amazing. He's oh, everything. So great. A ruthless criminal. Yeah. However, since Osborne is holed up in the suburbs, Jake and Tony must hold their stake out in a neighboring house, um, home to the Robertsons. The well-meaning family, including patriarch, patriarch Norman Chevy Chase, tries to oh, assist no. the cops in their duties, but proves to be unwanted help. I mean, Jack Palance and Chevy Chase versus Robert Davi. It's great. It's great. Also, Faye Masterson is in it as the daughter. Great. Great, 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 great. Love that movie. <laughs> um, number six, D2, The Mighty Ducks. Oh. One of those. Fuck that shit. Uh, number yeah. seven, Threesome. You know the movie Threesome, Claire? Excuse me. Nope. (laughs) All right. I didn't watch that movie. I lived it. No, I didn't. Whoa. I don't know if you want to live this one, I don't think you want to. (laughs) I just saw the gap. Who's it a threesome with? You have to tell me that first. All right. Uh, How about Josh Charles? Oh, no. Stephen Baldwin. (laughs) And Laura Flynn Boyle. 
Mm, no, no, none well, of those. Well, that's your threesome. Sorry, you lived it. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh god! Number what eight. A fool. I am a child. Like Baldwin's girl. face in this <laughs> image is just like. Ugh. I got number eight, Major League Two. Number nine, White Fang Two, Myth of the White Wolf. Oh, I've seen that. Um, number ten, Brain Scan. That's new. What is Brain mm. Scan? FYI, guys, don't look up images of threesome. For, for, I mean, the movie threesome. <laughs> well, also, it's, it's, I mean, mileage may vary, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Brain Scan, 1994. Wait, I think I there may be a We Hate Movies on this one. Um, I feel like this has another title, doesn't it, this film? Um, Maybe. Don't know. Um, Edward okay. Furlong, Frank Langella. Uh, horror films and computer games fascinate teenager uh, Michael, Edward Furlong, and a CD-ROM that portrays murder from the killer's point of view combines these interests. The first time Michael <laughs> yeah, plays it, he kills a stranger one. and cuts <laughs> off a foot thinking the events take place in virtual reality but the what next day the? Michael finds a foot in his refrigerator and cyber oh, no. trickster uh, T. Ryder Smith emerges from the program and forces him to keep playing and continue committing violent crimes oh it's a goodie maybe those crimes should be put on trial hmm don't know. But uh, then after that, yeah, we still got Chandler's List, Miss Doubtfire, Philadelphia, Sugar Hell. So, those are our movies. <sighs> That's what's going on. Um, nothing really interesting happening on TV. Um, it's all good. Fair enough. All right. Well, thank you, Brad. That was a lot. And There's a lot a of new lot, things. A lot yeah. of stuff there. Um, like you said, it's like been a couple been a couple minutes before we, <laughs> we've been away from Highlander. Uh, and, uh, so, yeah, new things in the theater always means a lot new stuff to discuss. All right. Are you guys ready to get into this episode? So ready. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So we start off with what Josie says. This could have been a Lego reenactment. Because <laughs> I would love to see a, a, a version of this in Lego directed by Josie. Yeah. Well, because she says that, you know, with the voiceover and the music, like, that yeah. they, like this, because it, it did sound like stock voiceover. <laughs> like, it was real weird. Um... So, yeah, these guys, I guess they're taking the sarcophagus or whatever. They're taking something to the museum. We don't know at the time what it is. And uh, the, the guy that's driving that delivery truck gets cut off real fast, and he's able to stop without hitting that car, which I was shocked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so two bl- uh, two men in black ski masks get out with guns, and they take that guy out. Um and let's see and they drive down the road duncan uh feels a buzz from the fucking truck yeah yeah this is a strong buzz yeah well yeah it's a over two thousand year old buzz <laughs> he feels it in his fingers he feels it in his toes just like the song love is all around by wet 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 goes <laughs> oh boy <laughs> nope nope <laughs> So yeah, so he um oh jeez. Sorry, I'm just looking watching this guy in the delivery truck knock the other guy out. Um so Duncan chases the buzz, which is also weird. Like I I feel like at any point in time you can feel another immortal, right? Like it seems because like as many of them ru- as he runs into, like he's gotta yeah. be feeling that all the time. Yeah, There's so like, traffic. Does he always he's chase? He's basically living in Tingle Town, isn't he? Oh my god. Mm. I don't like that I don't either. Like that. <laughs> he's so he's always tingling. It's like oh Paris is tingle down. Um so yeah, Duncan knocks a guy out, by the way, he gets in and knocks a guy out and he um he <laughs> he keeps going he 
it's like, you know, hot, cold. Where where am I going? Where's the Buzz the Strong? Yeah, I think this is the strongest evidence we've seen that they, he can feel a direction from it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because <laughs> it was kind of funny to watch. Um, but yeah, so he goes and he opens the uh, box and then in the crate is a sarcophagus. He opens the sarcophagus and he moves like, I don't know, a handful of gods. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but this, okay, this is one one thing I don't get. If she was made into a mummy, then like her organs would have been removed and all this kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? But if she There's wasn't like beheaded, whole... then who yeah, cares? Maybe it just regenerated. Yeah. Ooh, okay, here's the other thing. Why did it take so long for her to recover from the poison? Because like they would have had to worked on her and like prepared her and all this kind of thing. And I would have thought she would have recovered oh, from the poison. Yeah, but if if they did like remove organs and things, it would have taken longer oh. probably for her to... Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, yeah. I, I guess. I, it's all theo- theoretical, right? Because what's-his-face's hand never grew back, so I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how any of this works like I, there's a lot of things that don't make sense but whatever yeah because we're about to get a naked woman so who cares Absolutely. so she <laughs> so, uh yeah he starts removing the cloth and you kind of see like the start the transcript s- says reveals a female body the skin unblemished <laughs> and i was like whoa transcript whoa. calm down yeah. <laughs> um so you see her um her her mascara that's still intact yeah, everything is still... Ta- yeah, so he... And he removes it, the stuff from her eyes. Her eyes are beautiful and open up. And uh, then I guess he unwraps her enough to, like, just make her naked. I don't... I don't... As okay, you do. As you do. Which would Apart be a Duncan sandals, move, to be honest. These <laughs> sandals. sandals. I saw them on sale, oh. like, two days ago, I swear. In TK Maxx. Well, they're very the durable. They last 2,000 years. Yeah. They really are. I should have bought them. It made me laugh so hard when she, like, put the sandals on, but then was naked. I was like, are you kidding me, show? Yeah. <laughs> um, and yes, she spoke perfect English right away. I mean, like, not even any attempts to make an excuse. Like, no, none. And she doesn't seem phased much by when she wakes up. She's just like, oh, where am I? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but then, you know, like, before this, she would have already been, like, over a thousand years old or something, right, Brad? Yeah, like, how true. long? Yeah. So, it's not like she was a new immortal or anything like that. So, I think she just is like, yeah, this is yeah. just the deal. Yeah, she would have already been 1,200 years old. Plus. Yeah. Yeah, so I think she knew what she was doing. Yeah. Um. So... And, and Duncan does tell her, like, right away, like, hey, it's okay, I don't want to hurt you, which is a good thing to say to another immortal, I guess, right off the bat. Uh, she asks, does Rome still rule, rule the world? And she says no. Or he, he tells her no. Um, he tells her that they're in Paris, France, and she has no clue where the fuck that is, and uh, says her name is Nefertiri. I mean, like, also, I can just, like, the, the names we're using, like, I just feel it's, like, we're using yeah. Nefertiri, and then yeah. he's Marcus, what now? Constantine. Marcus Constantine. Mar- yeah, I'm like, guys, could you try it all? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, oh my god, I hope they don't keep her with that wig that this whole episode. <laughs> so I don't get, so her hair's in braids, right? Her hair's been in braids for, like, thousands of years. Her hair should be the frizziest hair ever when she takes it out. I those just braids. She maybe must it use was a really good of- conditioner. Yeah, I just thought maybe it was some sort of wig or something. I mean, well, obviously I in real was life hair, it was, but I just thought maybe it was... Yeah. I don't... I mean, I well, have no clue. because she's fighting with it later, and I was yeah. 
Hey. And also, when she had thing. her hair out of braid, she's got a total like little little nineties fringe. I was like, oh, she had the Rachel. Good for you. She's so cute. She's so adorable. This little. <laughs> um. She freaks out about the car. I do really like how far they go with her being so freaked out over everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that, because as much as they just went and, and stomped all over the fact that she could speak English, they really took their time with her, like, discovering what the fuck is happening in this world. It's it's such it's so random, though, what she's confused yeah. and surprised by. Because, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I, and I mean, obviously we don't see the car ride, but, like... I, by the time she's at, at, at the sex barge and like getting shocked by lights, I'm like, oh, yeah. But she's seen so much. I feel like you would already just be numb to everything after that first mm-hmm. twenty minutes of culture shock. Yeah. Um. We also see this whole time a shadowy figure, <laughs> way way far away. I guess with outside of buzz range. <laughs> yes. All right, so then we get a next scene with the warehouse where we meet Marcus Constantine and his associate Victor, who we later find out is part of the Watchers and Which is why also he's part of the Hunters. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's trying to, t- he wants to tell the police about, you know, the sarcophagus mummy, Nefertiri's mummy uh, being taken. And uh, Marcus is like, no, that never happened. <laughs> like oh my god that doesn't sound bizarre and strange and like you're trying to cover something up yeah Yeah, i wasn't sure right away if he was also an immortal but i was like you're definitely sketchy that's for goddamn sure i just knew he was from the description for the episode yeah i had totally forgotten what the description was um Which is is good. It's good that I forget. Uh, all right, so now we're back by the barge. Um, uh, can we talk about Dunk? Sure. Where Duncan parks his car? Just in the middle of the sidewalk. I don't even know. Where <laughs> oh, the also, fuck this yeah. Is. Can we talk about Duncan's hair? That it's like half up, half down. Yeah, I don't like, like that. Live. I do not like it. Yeah, and he's in full beef, Jay Leno. Um, yeah. Denim on denims. But yeah, like, cause there's, there's clearly like a place where people are parking cars on the other side of this walkway. Like, it really feels like he just parks in the fucking middle <laughs> of the public sidewalk. Yeah, Duncan doesn't care. No, he really doesn't. Weird. Um, Maurice is there to greet him. <laughs> like, does Maurice just wait for Duncan to get there? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> um, of course he's all about Nefertiri, because why wouldn't he? Yeah. Like, everyone should be, like, looking at her. Um, and she's like, what the fuck is up with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, this is hilarious. Yeah, so uh, Duncan is like, goodbye, Maurice. See ya. And so he, like, kind of closes him out. And then Maurice goes to, like, the window. <laughs> yeah, peeping and creeping. Yeah. He's a peeping and a creeping. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I, when Duncan puts up, like, the curtain thing or whatever he puts up in front of the window. Yeah. Like, I really just thought Maurice was just going to move over to the next one. Yeah. yeah. Also, why right doesn't up. Duncan have curtains on his windows. I have no yeah. clue. Anyone could walk past. Like, that's a sex barge, sir. You need to put, like, <laughs> cover your windows at all times. Um, yeah, so that's, that was that. Um, okay, so the only thing I guess Duncan has for her to wear is just a long black shirt. <laughs> so she's yeah. wearing that. Why has he got a shirt that's that long? <sighs> I don't know. She's very tiny, though. Yeah. I don't know. She is tiny, yeah. Um, and then we get the montage. Yes. 
God, yeah. This is so so this is this is where a lot of things were cut to. Even it, on top of all the things we get in the montage, there were things cut from the montage. <laughs> so please, by all means, start with different things in this montage. Oh, I, there's just so much. I love like uh, she. There's a lamp. Uh, she gets to learn about. She gets to learn about lamps. She, she gets to learn. blow it out. The candle. Oh, the clock. Like the she oh the clock. A yeah. Yeah, the clock is great. I, the vacuum. Oh, a dust buster. Like, I love it. Fucking love it. The phone. Because <laughs> there's an answering machine there. Yes. So here are some of the things that within that scene were cut out. So uh, when they talk about the clock, she talks about like, oh, it's like a sundial. And then Duncan explains to her, but yes, we don't need the sun. And she's like, but we always had the sun in Egypt. It's <laughs> like, oh, okay. Oh. Um, talks about the lamp. Uh, it's warm, but there's no flame. Uh, talking about the dustbuster, he tells her it's a vacuum, and she says, "Why? Surely you can afford slaves." <laughs> <laughs> so they cut that line, and Duncan has no. to tell her they're out of fashion these days. <laughs> um, the phone is. This is where we get a whole Maurice scene because oh. Maurice is the one that has called Duncan on the phone, and uh, when uh, she's surprised to hear like. You know, I guess they put Maurice on the on speakerphone, and she doesn't understand how Maurice is not there because he says, um, you know, she's hearing his voice and she's shocked, and he says it's mm. coming from the phone, and she says he's too fat to be in there. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, Duncan says his voice travels to the machine. He's not really physically there. I do like she keeps um, asking where the horses fit in all modes yeah. of transport. Yeah. Well, because Duncan told her that's where horse that horses yeah. are inside of things. Like it's not he's yeah. not helping. No. Um, so Maurice is actually opening a bottle of champagne and wanted to know if uh, <laughs> wanted to have some. <laughs> Love it. Um, Duncan has to tell him that they're busy and uh, you know, and he wants he wants Duncan to call him tomorrow. <laughs> And Duncan tells uh, Nefertiri, I think Maurice likes you. And she says, it's good to know men haven't changed. (laughs) And then this is a lot of what got cut out, by the way, in various scenes is he says, are you tired? She says, uh, she like goes to him immediately. And he's like, no, he goes, the bed is over there and I will take the couch. And she's just like, why? (laughs) Like, it just sleep in the same bed and um this yeah, actually too goes on Come on, yeah honestly seriously it's been 2000 years i think she's ready like she's yeah. <laughs> um and that's it. there's definitely different scenes in here where she's just very strongly hitting on him with like mm. no <laughs> there's there's nothing being held back she's nice. aggressive in every sense of the word yeah we really so, should keep a track of we should keep a track of how many people duncan's sleeping with ah uh, because he's been, yeah. he's been really hitting the numbers lately yeah maybe yeah. he has yeah, yeah. Um, so th- those are the things just in this scene that were cut out. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. All right. So, um, let's pass this montage now. Uh, we, oh, the shopping montage is yes. amazing. It's great. I love it. I, the I, I love when she's just trying to get naked as she's walking away. Yeah. <laughs> Where she's just, like, <laughs> just dressing up there. So good. <laughs> she just dropped, so I'm watching her just drop clothes. Oh. <laughs> I love it. And fucking Duncan makes her wear high heels. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, what is up with that? Like, why? Weirdo? Yeah, I yeah. didn't get that. Oh my god, yeah. I, my ankle almost turned watching her <laughs> almost fall Ooh, on these Yeah, I, mm, no. She is so cute, though. <laughs> 
Um, so, uh, yeah, and it might have cut cut out, but during some of these scenes too, she also like went. I'm sorry, I just watched someone walk by in a full tiger coat. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Wait, where's this? Uh, at 12:36, 12:37, when they're walking out of the store. Um, oh, I just passed it up. Almost there. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 12:35, the lady starts walking past. Oh my gosh, it's just oh. from head to toe is a big tiger. Yeah. <laughs> Very weird. Uh, coming from the same store they just came from. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, um, but yeah, so it's at certain point she does ask, and I don't know if it was this montage or another one, but she actually asked Duncan, like, hey, I need a sword. So like, oh, yeah, we need to work yeah. on that as well. So um, Also, also she attacks a cop, which I definitely respect. Oh, yeah. When I saw that, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, Brad's going to be in love with this, yeah. with this lady. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. She's my one true love. <laughs> <laughs> I thought your one true love was Big Coat from X-Files, Brad. Come Listen, on. Listen, there's room for all kinds of love. Oh. Lots of true love. You've got a lot of love to give, Brad. It's, it's all true love. None of it's false. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why, the, why is that cop putting his hand in her face anyway? Like, exactly. Yeah, I don't know why, because it's not like all of a sudden a car came by or something like that. Like, he was stopping them from walking across no. the street is what it looked like, and I don't know for what reason. No. It's just a cop being a cop. Really <laughs> bizarre. Um, yeah, and she's just like, what the fuck? And he's just like, um, maybe don't hit people in uniform. <laughs> and she just says, why not? <laughs> yeah. That's my exactly. lady right there. Exactly. <laughs> Love her. Um, all right, we're in the museum with Marcus and Victor. Okay, I, first thing in the fucking scene, he pulls out that statue that's like covered with the, um, What is, yeah. <laughs> and, but it, like, it stays on. Like, he has to like remove the, uh, what the hell do you call that stuff? Um, it's like packing uh, yeah. stuff, but yeah, I don't yeah. know what it's called. I forget. But yeah, it's just covered and it just like hangs on it. And, like, they leave it there for so long. I'm like, just, could you just knock that off already? Yeah. Well, for a moment, I I was like, does that belong on there? <laughs> I mean, it's a real weird statue. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a, that's a severe cut if I've ever seen one. <laughs> um. So Marcus is explaining to Victor, like I, they're talking about all of the all of the things, all of the statues and whatnot. And um, Victor's asking if the police have any suspects, and he's like, they think it's someone who works in the museum. That might have held Cleopatra's facial oils. What do you think? When he's holding up a little small box, I'm like, yeah. okay. Um, let's see. Doo-doo-doo. Oh, the, Victor brings up the sarcophagus again, and Marcus again yells at him and says, there's nothing in that sarcophagus. And then that's when we see the Watcher tattoo. And I was like, oh, that's why this guy's so annoying. Yeah. Yeah. He's part of he is wearing guys. a turtleneck, though, Brad. He is. I mean, listen, I, I but that jacket. I don't like that yeah. jacket. It's it's not a good it's not a good jacket. It's not a good color combo. No. Like, I feel like this is the type of guy that takes something good and ruins it. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nefertiri and D- Duncan are talking in the next scene. She says it is strange the way some things remain the same and others are so different. Styles, manners. How am I ever going to survive? <laughs> Like, it hasn't been 24 hours yet. Like, yeah. how do you even down, know? Lady. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it, <laughs> she's in a different country in a different year. It's all very confusing for her, I guess. Um, and then they're in the museum. Well, I guess they're outside the museum at this point, but they, they're walking into the museum. And so she is saying, 
she says, so if I understand this correctly, when the Roman Empire fell, mankind went backwards. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, fuck those Romans. <laughs> yeah. Like from the beginning, and I love it so much. Like her hatred is beautiful. Um, yeah, definitely. and then this is this is that that PC whatever however they describe Duncan's line. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, so Claire, <laughs> I know you summarized that that uh, um, that IMDb trivia. It's mm-hmm. like man, it's some real like crazy shit. Oh yeah, oh, it is. I I didn't know. I just assumed let, that let, was let like a one just, line. Yeah, thing. no, it is. Just, I didn't please. know if you wanted me to read the whole thing because it's quite long. But yeah, yeah for the for second it, time in the series, Duncan McLeod. I sh- I should be reading this as John Davies or some other, like, crazy racist, but I'm not going yeah. to. Um, uh, Duncan McLeod ex- expresses an appalling, simplistic, late... I don't have a good John <laughs> Davies, sorry. Uh, 20th century PC view of the Crusades. The term Crusades was not used as a descriptive term until around 1760. I don't think that's accurate. Um, they were initially organized as a response to centuries of Muslim wars of expansion, first into the Holy Lands and later into parts of Eastern Europe, Sicily, Spain, Greece, and the Balkan and the Balkans countries. Their objectives were to check the spread of Islam of Muslims to retake control of the Holy Land in the Eastern Mediterranean to conquer pagan areas and to recapture formerly Christian territories and to defend the Byzantine Empire which would finally fall to the Ottoman Empire with the invasion of Constantinople in 1453 where the great church of of Hagia Sophia was converted into a Islamic mosque until 931. That's, yeah. that's how it sh- that's yeah. Do you, do you feel like saying to people like that, like, what is your point? <laughs> like, hey, Sebastian Gorka, um, like, log <laughs> off. Like, yeah. like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I, yeah, first of all, fuck all of your stupid ass religions. They're all that's stupid. <laughs> like, they're all so goddamn fucking stupid. But like, you can't just say the Holy Land. Like, you like, you motherfuckers are all the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's all this. You all believe in the same dumb shit about the same dumb place, and it's all fake. It's all nonsense. So fuck all of you dummies, and yeah. uh, fuck these stupid ass wars. Yeah. Yeah. So and and just so we're clear, what Duncan's line was that was just so offensive was uh then came the crusades there were seven or eight of them between uh 1096 and 1270 a bunch of noblemen decided it was a good idea to rape and plunder the way to jerusalem there you go i mean so that's i am offended it's so it's It's, like so like nothing yeah there's like yeah there's like nothing there to this line no nothing Nothing and like I, it's it's wild. It's wild. Like I, to to like go out of your way to be this offended, but like not even a critique of the Crusades, and not even saying that the Christians were definitely the bad guys in the Crusades. Yeah, which mm-hmm. they were. Um, yeah, like if you want to if you want to pick a side, guess who was the wrong one? Um, Shocking, I know. <laughs> weird. Like fuck them all. But like yeah, yeah. 
But like, that's the most like that line is so like. There's no question. <laughs> Not no. Like yeah, rich assholes being douchebags. Like yeah, fuck. Yeah, they're just really. There's just so nothing to this line that I was like, ha- when when Claire, when you just said something about like a woke line or whatever the fuck they that guy said, I was like, mm-hmm. but I don't. How? How is this? Like, yeah. I don't understand. Oh, it's like some... It's but some, now now I get it. Yeah, now it's I some John it. Reese davies like Sebastian Gorka, uh, a blustery anti-Muslim uh, talk. Oh, They're God. definitely saying Muslim. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but get that O in there. Muslims. Yeah. Well, so I, I like, though, when Duncan said that about the Crusades and these guys raping and plundering their way to Jerusalem, Nefertiri's question is, and were you one of them? <laughs> Which <laughs> I kind of love, because she doesn't know fucking Duncan either. Yeah. And right. he says, before my time. Um, she likes the Renaissance painting, and she thinks she would have maybe liked that time period. Uh, I like th- I like this too because I feel like it gives her a little more depth. Is like when they're walking into the Egyptian area, she says, "I feel like a ghost." Yeah, and yeah. I I really like that. And I like I I mean, besides being gorgeous, I really think Nia Peoples did such a good job in this part. She's great. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Um, and she. I don't she, like how free everything is to touch in this museum. Uh, yeah. She's yeah. picking up everything. Um, but I. So she says that line, and then she asks Duncan, um, do they remember her? Do, do they know how she saved Egypt <laughs> she and her who? wisdom and her beauty? Who? I, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. That would have been so fucked up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Duncan I just starts. Just killed him then and there. Duncan just starts nagging Nefertiri. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um. Yeah. So he, she asks if they even knew her name, and Duncan says everyone knows Cleopatra. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so she held back for a moment, but then she goes ahead and walks into the flashback. <laughs> she decides to walk right into a flashback. She does. Um, I thought we were going to get the Egyptian room, but we walked right into a flashback. And I was like, oh, look, a flashback that's not a Duncan flashback. That's fun. Because oh. um, it's very, it's not very often we get one of these. So mm-hmm. uh, I think the only other, was the only other time was when we got the flashback within the flashback. <laughs> We were in Duncan's flashback, and then we got what's his face? Oh yeah, flashback. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, so this is where they are wrapping Cleopatra, and uh, she tells them that she must speak to the queen. Um, at first I was kind of confused on what was happening, but she just says, uh, "I cannot go with you any more than I can stay behind. Everything we loved mm. is gone, and now Rome will rule our world. And so I shall rest with you until all this is nothing more than a faded memory." Uh, which I thought was super sad because she can't kill herself. Mm-hmm. She can't. She uh, could if she chopped her own head off. How? how? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that would be a that would be a real chore. Yeah. So, um, but the fact that like you know when she says I. I can't go with you and I can't stay here because she ca- she can't kill herself. But she also, you know, I guess like in, in at that time, you know, a handmaiden would die alongside mm-hmm. who they're with, they're working for. And so she can't, though. So it's just like it's just all very sad. Well, because also she- like, you know, is as like with the death of Cleopatra, we're at the end of, of Egypt. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah. I, I, assuming that she's probably you know, just been there for all 1,200 years of her yeah. life. 
Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, I, I, I get it. Like, I do think, I think her, like, like, dedication to Cleopatra is, I don't, when you're an immortal and you've been around for 1200 years, I don't. Oh, I de- yeah, I know what you mean. Brian. Yeah, that seems weird because I like, and, and especially because it's this. She, I, we're imposing a lot of weird, like, statist views on like um, Egypt versus the Romans, and I'm like, yes, uh, we're already yeah. like mm-hmm. we're dealing with Cleopatra, so we're like Cleopatra is like pretty much like I like that's a white lady, <laughs> like yeah, they're she's not Egyptian, like. Mm. I, the Ptolemies were, like, practically Roman, so it's, it's not like there was, like, I mean, I, these ideas of these states are, I don't, I don't know if I really buy that, but whatever, it's a TV show, it's fine. Well, yeah, and I, I think there was a mix, right, because I think that there was definitely that idea that this is all she's known, and also she was, like, so indebted for whatever reason, just for status reasons, that she was indebted to Cleopatra, but also this idea that, um, because she tells Duncan right before the scene, she says, would that I were with her in paradise. And I really think she just wanted to die and there yeah. was nothing she could do about it. And I think that's really the sad part of it. Yeah. Like she was so stressed. She, I mean, obviously we find out later this whole thing with Constantine and her with this Roman. So she feels betrayed. She basically has in her, her eyes, I guess, lost everything and there's just nothing she can do. Yeah. And so, the, mm. you know i took it more from that perspective versus her just being sad about egypt falling yeah i mean although i think that was part of it for sure but i i just think it was more her world was falling also like i i don't know who these people are i don't know if this is like coming from like a book or something where they're getting these numbers that are going on this highlander website that i'm getting these dates from oh yeah they're saying how old like i I, it's it's so specific i'm sure these things are being come up with somebody but i don't know where these numbers are from but like i'm gonna say these are accurate because i don't know why somebody would make up fake highlander wiki dates <laughs> but whatever um like what i i think it would work better if whoever <laughs> whoever decided um her age made her like i don't know 50 when she died yeah mm. yeah i mean i i do see that there had there seemed to be I don't know about this massive age difference that they made between her and Marcus, but there did seem to be an age difference between them. I felt like. I felt like. Yeah. Because that whole thing of like, we should be together forever. It's like, oh God. I mean, really, I think it's yeah. kind of an inappropriate age gap. I think uh, <laughs> I think she should be able to cancel her. <laughs> For sure. Not um, okay. <laughs> she's, all, she's, uh, like, she's like 800 years older than him. It's gross. <laughs> Um, I do like, by the way, with this, like, while they're wrapping her, that Cleopatra just has her arms wrapped around her breasts. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's, like, holding her boobs in place. She's like, don't <laughs> you look at my boobs. Um, oh, need to be so pretty. Uh, okay. So, uh, I thought they didn't okay job with the Egyptian clothing. In this scene I was like, yeah, it it's right. oh, it's fine, but it does look like a little out of a costume shot. Yeah, <laughs> but like, if this had been first season, it would have been fucking Steve oh, Martin. Like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, Let's see. Uh, uh, okay, so she of course, like, wants to just leave right away and you know, Duncan's like, hey, uh, you know, I didn't want you to go in there. <laughs> Which I was just like, okay, well, Duncan, like, at some point. 
Also, yeah. she's so much older than you. I think she can handle herself. She's just upset at saying everything. <laughs> well, she's so old. You don't. You don't want to yeah. startle an old lady like that. <laughs> and she says, "You cannot protect me from the past." They both sense the little buzz thing, and then Constantine is there with Angela. Poor Angela. <laughs> she really got. I know. Short oh, end of the seriously on this one. Um. So Nefertiri says, "He's come for me. I need a sword." <laughs> Love and it. she runs away. And um, as she's running, he kind of stays back to talk to Marcus. And Marcus says, who are you? And he says, I'm Duncan McLeod. And before he can say from the clan McLeod, oh, Angela I'm walks so up. Sad he didn't <laughs> oh, yeah. Say. But, you know, Angela was like right there all of a sudden. <laughs> he went, I'm Duncan McLeod. And I went, <gasps> and then I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, Duncan tells, <laughs> oh. and Duncan tells uh, Marcus, see you again. I was like, oh, all right. Um, oh, this is a shopping mall scene. So, <laughs> first of all, Duncan's looking for her. She's went to the mall. Um, where a mugger tries to attack her and she's like, no, I'm not having that. <laughs> and she, she kind of takes him out. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just looking at Angela's long ass earrings. Oh, are they? Oof. Yeah, oh. I'm at tw- 2003 and they're so long. <laughs> yeah. They practically come down her shirt. <laughs> Alright. Oh, that mugger wants her uh, necklace. That mugger who looks like Danny Trejo? Yeah, seriously. I really thought it was Danny Trejo for a minute. I had to rewind it. I was like, wait, Danny yeah. Trejo? And I was like, that makes sense. He's been in everything. And I was like, oh, it's not Danny Well, yeah. Unless he just isn't getting credit for this. Because <laughs> we don't know who the mugger is. They were He's like, not there's on IMDb. no more room on your IMDb, Danny Trejo. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. <He> maxed out. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. She starts deleting old things he did. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm just watching her fight this mugger guy, and she really doesn't like hold back. No. She just gets no. the shit out of him. It's great. She's like always 150, percent and that's why I love yeah. her. Yeah, that's pretty wonderful. I mean, he, the guy's already down, and she kicks him in the back, and then it's great. <laughs> I mean, them's the breaks. Yep. If you're gonna try to mug somebody, like yeah, yeah. And I also like she kind of tricks him. She's like, "Oh, you want this necklace?" <laughs> she just kicks the shit out of him. <laughs> um. All right. So Duncan finds her, and I don't know how to be honest. Uh, I mean, she I know goes it's... back to stare at the obelisk because she. Yeah. Like, the, one of the things she's like, I I remember this from Egypt. I'm like, all right, listen. Even when you lived in Egypt, you knew that there was, <laughs> it was there was multiple obelisks. Like that. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. Like we got that. one in London. Yeah. Yeah. Like that exact obelisk is in London. It's like, mom. Like she's not that confused. Like she's she she's twelve hundred. Like come on. Yeah. Well, Josie thought it was the one in DC. I mean, like literally, they're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were everywhere then. Like they've always been everywhere. Maybe aliens put them everywhere. <laughs> <gasps> Alright, so Nefertiri tells uh, Duncan that this is Marcus Constantine. He is a Roman general, my enemy. I'm glad that I have a friend, uh, I have you for a friend. And then she wants to kiss him and Duncan's like, hey, alright, calm down. And uh, he says, because she asks why, like, why aren't you kissing me? And Duncan says, because you don't buy loyalty with sex. And she says, Cleopatra believed that the joys of the flesh could raise a man to godhood. And, uh, yeah. She, I do like at the end of their conversation, she goes, women never use sex to their advantage anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh, got a little bit of Maurice. Ooh. Uh, I think this is maybe when he's cooking. Yeah. Is this when he's cooking? Yeah. Yeah. 
I do like that that wasn't a lie, that he does actually cook. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, I just, I just want, I want to see him uh, just, like, being, being Duncan's personal chef. Yeah. Making him and Joe meals. Oh, after their long, hard day. Oh, wasn't sure where that was going. <laughs> I don't know where it was going either. Long, hard, hard, fucking. long man. <laughs> I feel like this dress is weird around her boobs. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, why, what is happening? Why does this dress have nipples? <laughs> yeah. I just think it's a, it's an, I don't, I don't understand it, I guess. It's not like terrible. It's just, I don't know. Um, so Duncan's going to leave to go talk to Constantine. Nefertiri does not want him to go or she wants to go with him. And Duncan's like, nope, you see here. I was like, well, I don't know if you can tell her what to do, Duncan, but okay. Yeah. Um, all right. We got a Victor and Marcus scene uh, where Marcus is saying that Victor set up the robbery. So did Victor know about Marcus originally or did he know about Nefertiri being in a I think he knew about Nefertiri. And well, then... no, I think he I think he knew about Marcus, and that's why he knows Nefertiri. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, got yeah, it. Okay. Right. Yeah, and then he was like, Nefertiri and um, Duncan were like, bonusy. Yeah. Okay, got it. Got it. Because I, I assume he's probably Marcus's watcher. Yeah. He fucking hates immortals. That's for goddamn sure. Yeah. So, um, and I really thought that Marcus was ar- himself going to take out Victor because he was like so pissed at him. And Victor's like, um, you know, you're, he tells him your kind never do when he talks about going to the police. And Marcus is like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> My kind. <Yeah. laughs> and then that's when Duncan comes in and Victor leaves with a quickness. Um, and this is where, uh, we find out, which I was like, "Mm, I don't know if I believe it or not. The whole thing where Marcus is telling Duncan, like, I would never want to kill her. Well, I didn't know if I believed it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. At this point. "Mm." At this point. Yeah. 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 Cause he's, he's totally sketch. I mean, (laughs) also there can be only one. Exactly. I mean, cause that's the thing too. I mean, well, we, we've talked about many ways that does there actually have to be only one? Like, what is this (laughs) weird rule? But also, like, the idea of immortals being together forever, like, being a couple, it's like, well, at the end of the day, don't you have to kill this other person? Yeah. Would you want to be their significant other and then have to kill them? I don't know. I mean, I think you just got to assume somebody's probably going to kill either one of you before you would have to kill yourself. I mean, Mm -hmm. I guess. Also, that, like, if that, if you, if you somehow make it to be the last two, at that point, it's like, well, which one of us wants to go? (laughs) like you guys could just like you could live as a couple like for like I don't know a couple of centuries and be like alright you know what I'm just kind of (laughs) done you want to just you want to win so like basically at that point if they're just the last two then you just really don't want to piss off the other person like if there's any domestic argument (laughs) or maybe you do like at that point like I mean like there's no rule that says like how quick you know this needs to be wrapped up or even what you get Nothing. Nothing. Um, so Marcus talks about how he has become, um, basically he's a curator now. (laughs) And he has a wife that he loves very much. Well, she's already dead. (laughs) Because he just said that. love this being alive. Yeah. I love her. She loves me. She loves life. It's like, oh boy, here we go. She loves having all the blood inside her body. (laughs) (laughs) It's a real monkey shines moment. (laughs) Always. Um... 
we're back at the barge. Victor's a real creep looking in. Maurice is offering cheese. And I'm like, take some cheese. Yes, yum. Uh, so I love this. He says, do you think you could ever be interested in an older man? And she says, I would not know. I have never met one. <laughs> it's so He's cute. Like, I mean, what? it's funny, but also very cute. Because yeah. like, yeah. he, he gets all like, oh, like she's, you know, she's not talking. It's like he thinks he's taking out his compliment. And I love it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um. She hears some kind of thump, which we later find out is Victor knocking out Maurice. And Victor comes and attacks her. And I was like, I feel bad for this dude because he about to die. <laughs> yeah, like, didn't never have a chance. <laughs> yeah. And she lets him get super close and just stabs him. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and she has this necklace, too. And that never went anywhere because she... She says, is this what you want? And she holds out the necklace. I mean, I guess, like, kind of like the... Yeah, I think she's just assuming that, yeah. Oh, okay. That's probably the... They're after her valuables. Yeah. But yeah, she get, he, he gets just a little close and she's she gets a little stabby. Um, I'm just, just takes a little out. stabby. Yeah. stabby. Little I was stabby. kind of surprised at this turn with her, of her, I don't know, murdering people. <laughs> I don't know. I was kind of like, oh... So it wasn't where I, I was wasn't until we go. see later on, like the fight with her and Marcus, and like her fighting off those Romans. I was no. like, oh, she she does mm. not fuck around. No, because right. mm. this one I could have just like brushed off as like obviously this guy was going to attack her, just like you yeah. know she's thinking the guy in the mall. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um. So then we're back with Duncan and uh, Marcus. He's talking about that it took her centuries. It took him centuries to find her tomb. Um, and he says, she used to be my world. And then we get a flashback. Okay, guys. What, what is this? What is this Egyptian lingerie? What is this? Um, <laughs> what this is, I thought you'd is, tell me, Tommy. I thought you had some of it. This is like, they, they, they had like a roughly three inches of fabric. And you're like, all right, <laughs> how can we, how can we make this work? <laughs> I mean, it looks like there's toilet paper up her butt. <laughs> yeah, there's like it's really not good. No, it's not. I mean, it's like, and what can we get away get away with? Yes. How little can we have her wear? Yeah, I just was like, who even thought to make this? Like, I like would they have worn anything that was like a bra back then? Because why? <laughs> Certainly not like that. No. It is the wildest. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, no, it's, it is. I mean, yeah, I her- feel like the director is just like, how can I, how can I show off this woman's body as much yeah, as possible? Yeah, for sure. Like, that's right where he's putting it. in the hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is also where Marcus tells Nefertiri, I want to stay with you forever. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God. And I, that's when I was like, oh, he must be younger than her. <laughs> Yeah, because I just feel like some of these younger immortals think like they don't they still just don't understand the concept of what forever means. This is why it's inappropriate (laughs) to date someone 800 years younger than you. It's gross. (sighs) Uh, She talks about like nothing will come between us. And she says not even war. And he says there won't be a war. Um, And he, he tells Nefertiri, I won't let them hurt you. Um, and she says it wouldn't be about me, Marcus. It would be my country and my queen. And then they fuck. <laughs> I mean, he's just a spry little four hundred year old. Like he's bar- he barely knows anything about the world. He's a little baby. And this old lady is just taking advantage of him. <laughs> She's like, let's tear off this toilet paper. <laughs> 
Um, and then a gentle breeze comes by and does just yeah, that. I tell <laughs> you. Uh, Duncan's back at the barge. He sees, uh, he finds Victor dead with the, and he looks at his wrist where the uh, watch tattoo is there. The, and Duncan's gonna be looking at his wrist like all the time. Just, oh my god. Yeah. He's like, this guy seems like a real weirdo. Let me look at your wrist. <laughs> uh, she says, I have no choice. I had no choice. Um, which, you know, honestly, I'm like, she killed a watcher. Big fucking deal. Yeah. Um, Should have killed that cop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Nefertiri says, he knew I was an immortal. How is that possible? And <laughs> Duncan's like, shut the fuck up because Maurice is coming in. <laughs> 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 Poor Maurice has no clue what's happening. And she, he, he just says, you'll be fine. And I uh, goes, I think you should go home and rest. And Duncan says, you know, thank, thanks for watching my friend. And then hands Maurice a bottle of wine. <laughs> says, all yeah, right, this thanks. is for medicinal purposes. Good night. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Nefertiri thinks that Constantine sent him, and Duncan's like, no, he came on his own. I just don't know how Duncan immediately believes Constantine. Yeah, well, I think, like, the thing is, I mean, I, like, I get that, like, yeah, it's, like, 1,200 years, like, it's, I, or sorry, not 12, 2,000 years, like, it's, it's, come on, like, yeah, she's, she's just been out of it for all that time. Yeah. And so... I, like, that's so much time. <laughs> but because of that, like, that's actually why I wouldn't trust Constantine, because why after 2,000 years, when you're happily married with Angela, would you find her mm-hmm. to bring her back? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't, I don't like, I, I, feel, I feel like, like you would have just, I don't know. Yeah, like, I just think, like. Maybe, I mean, if he knew that because she was alive in there and. Maybe. We don't know how, I mean, no. we never but then find out why if didn't she was he find suffering? her a thousand years ago? Like, I. Well, yeah. I, I, I can imagine not being able to find her until, like, you know, I don't know, probably the earliest, like, like yeah. the late 1800s, because, like, mm. you know, that by then we were starting to find, to pilfer all of those Egyptian graves, so, mm-hmm. um, like, there's a lot of that stuff that was just lost to the ages forever. Yeah. But, like, early 1900s, yeah, I feel like, I feel like if he planned to find her, that, he, he certainly could have been doing it at that time. Yeah. So I just, I guess, like, and we won't know because the guy's not back in the show, but I just feel like the, the story that they gave him is just sus. It's just really kind of like... Mm. I, I think we'll hear about him again, because this same website has, like, a date of his death and who killed oh, okay. him. So okay. Maybe right. I think we okay. just get it offhandedly. All right. Unless this is, like, from some kind of book or something stupid. Yeah. I mean, they wanted to... Uh, Claire read it, and I also had read it in my side, was, like, you know, they wanted to make him a, a series regular. Mm-hmm. That was the mm. idea. Uh, to kind of give him a Darius replacement. Yeah. So, I mean, I I understand they're not trying to make a story sus, but, like, he comes off of as it. Just yeah, well, really. yeah. I think they're just, like... They're, they're really interesting. I feel like for whatever reason, they really like trying to do fake outs on this show lately. Yeah. And because they do they do another one with the quickening later. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. they're really trying to fake it out that he's the bad guy and, you know. Yeah. And then we're going to be real shocked when, when it turns out that she's the she's the one that's the problem. Because yeah. <laughs> bitches be crazy. I love it. <laughs> also, for her, it's 
seemingly been days. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, yeah. she's from a, she's literally from a different time. Yeah. It's been like a moment. Yeah, she basically time traveled here. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I want to um, know more about when she was in the sarcophagus. I wanted, to, I felt like that was lacking. Like, was yeah. she aware I mean, of time passing? Do you know what I mean? No, because she would be insane. Like it, no. Yeah. yeah. I, I think yeah. it would be like, there's no oxygen in there, so she's just just okay. unconscious the whole time. Yeah, I just felt like I wanted to know more about that. Yeah. Yeah, because even when, at the beginning, when Duncan's unraveling her and her eyes open, she you hear her take an audible, huge breath. Oh, I didn't see that. So I really think that she just wasn't... Okay. Yeah. I, I think it was like a constant state of dying. <laughs> That's gotta be fun. <laughs> but at the same time, then like, I I mean, obviously they changed the mythology as needed. Yeah, it's a yeah, TV of course, show. yeah. But like, do you remember like when Connor like, you know, underwater walking around? Like, <laughs> yeah. That was hilarious, though. That can never change in my heart. No, that was glorious. What if she was was awake and she was just overhearing English and that's how she learned English? That's it. (gasps) Everyone moving around? She just learned it from listening to people inside museums. Oh, no. Okay, so we're in another flashback. Uh, This is where she's fighting Roman soldiers and she says, come to me and die. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. She's badass. She's great. Yeah, Marcus is like telling his guys, like, "Hey, get the fuck out of here." Uh, <laughs> um, and she, he tells Nefertiri, "It's over." Also, her outfit here is badass yeah. too. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. it. yeah, let me see. Um, I, yeah, when she okay. like turns on him with the sword, yeah, you really see her just swinging it. Like, oh yeah, a full strength. I love it. Yeah, it's very helpful that they just have stunt people because she definitely could have hurt somebody. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it just shoving guys, just shoving them yeah. off. It's so good. Like her sword better just be made of foam because I would not trust yeah. her. Like, no. Um. So Marcus is telling her it's over. Um, she was ordered to roam in chains and Nefertiri can't believe it. She's like, she's going to be treated like a slave. And he's like, uh, she's dead. She took her own life. Um, and then she wants to fight Marcus because she trusted him. And now, you know, Rome is taking over. She's like angry that she, everyone, she, all these men she trusted and she said like fell in love with. And I was like, she fell in love with Duncan? Like, wow. Okay. Well, Duncan's a hottie. What do you want? <laughs> and, I mean, they fuck more. I, I mean, times. I'll just say low, low beef in this episode. But, I mean, also for her, just, like, the the advent of, uh, of like, uh, how clean everything is, like... Yeah, true. I mean... She's just, she's just impressed by cleanliness. Yeah. Like, this guy doesn't smell like good. trash. Yeah. Uh, Marcus tells Nefertiri, come back to Rome with me, which I was thinking, because she says, as your slave, and he says, no, as my wife, and I was thinking, yeah, that's not going to work out No. (laughs) Also, like, not much of a difference, (laughs) like... Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, exactly. Seriously. Uh, He he tells her, I don't want to have to hurt you, and she says, then die! (laughs) She goes back to fighting. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um... Yeah, and so as this guy is like also fighting Nefertiri, like the soldier comes in, um, he tr- he starts fighting the soldier to save Nefertiri, and while that is happening, she runs away because she ain't stupid. <laughs> nope, she's awesome. Uh, back in the barge, and I was like, ooh, somebody's in a sexy time robe. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody looks like they're drinking some wine. 
And we got uh, all these sex grapes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, I just remembered that. Thank oh, you, Brad. Sex grapes. <laughs> oh, that was the dumbest thing. It's great. Um, yeah, like, the biggest bowl of grapes, which they, of course, have to use. Um, so, she says that he betrayed her and everything she loved, and Duncan says, he's changed! I'm like, you don't fucking know him, Duncan. No. <laughs> I mean, it's been 2,000 years, he's definitely changed, and maybe yeah. not in that way, but he's, like... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yeah, are, I know what like... you mean, but... Um, and she says he still sees with the same eyes. The same heart still beats in his chest. And I'm like, well, who knows? Maybe he died. Maybe it's a regenerated heart. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he had a transplant. You know. Yeah. You don't even have the same heart, most likely. Yeah. He says, uh, she says, he is still Roman. I am still Egyptian. And Duncan has to remind her, like, that was 2,000 years ago. <laughs> so many empires have risen and fallen since then. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, he, Duncan encourages her to talk to him, to see him and talk to him. Although I don't think that this dinner situation was the smartest move. Too soon. Too soon for dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Way too soon. And Duncan says, look, you know, you're not Cleopatra's handmaiden any longer. And she says, who am I? What am I? Um, Who and she am says, I? I'm Jean Valjean. <laughs> she says, I'm so lost. Please make love to me. <laughs> hey. It's like, whoa. Um, I mean, Just but please you know. Put your hair in a ponytail first. It's way hotter. Yeah. But it is one of those, uh, you know. She is hot, and oh. Duncan's down with that. So I, I was a little confused because I'm like, doesn't Duncan typically like blondes? <laughs> I really just but wasn't sure he was interested in her. <laughs> I think Duncan just likes uh, everyone. Just likes, just like spicy Duncan women. Just likes hotties. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, when he picked her up, I was like, whoo. Yeah. <laughs> they've the got they've definitely. Arms. Yeah, the two of them definitely have chemistry. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, I I was shocked, honestly, to get the sexy time scene. Multiple sexy time scenes here, yeah. <laughs> like back to back. It's a sexy episode. Yeah. <laughs> And then the feeding the grapes from one. I'm so like, I don't want to eat a grape out of somebody else's mouth. So weird. <laughs> like, just give me my own grape. <laughs> this is this yeah, is. you must eat it. I'm gonna feed you like a baby bird. <laughs> Hello, my sexy baby bird. <laughs> uh, um. All right. So the next morning, Marcus. Sean and- McLeod, you see, it's true. I will feed these grapes to you. Never <laughs> Oh, thank you, Brad. You're welcome. Um, so we have this next scene with uh, Constantine and Duncan walking, and they walk past Darius's church. They walk and- like an Egyptian. <laughs> <laughs> they walk like an Egyptian to Darius' church. And Marcus says, there used to be an immortal living in that chapel over there. <laughs> there was Darius. And, uh, yeah, I was like, yeah. He was so. a right coward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so the, it's like they have this connection now because they both knew Darius. I was like, guys, there's only so many immortals. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, we're only on season two. Like, there's a lot yeah. of Immortals, Tam. Yeah, exactly. I guess there is, but I feel like most of them should know each other or know, you it know. seems like it. Be connected. Especially since they seem to run after each other as soon as they sense one. Like, yeah. Mm. But Marcus talks about how he says with Darius, he couldn't forgive him for destroying everything he loved. Um, and Nefertiri appears and says, so how do you, f- so now you know how it feels? <laughs> it's like, all right. Uh, she asks what he wants and, and he says, uh, for you to live and be happy and to convince you that I am not your enemy. And uh, he says he defended Rome. You defended your queen. They both are long gone. Please let this war be over. Which that I was like, well, that's true. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> and Duncan sticks his nose where it doesn't belong. He said, 2,000 years is a long time to hold a grudge, Nefertiri. Please. It's like, get out of here, Duncan. <laughs> and then Hillary Clinton <laughs> yeah. pops in and is like, I, I think I could do it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so now we're at the dining room dinner scene. Um, let's see. This is so awkward. It is such yeah. an awkward scene. Ooh. Also, her earring's still, uh... So long! long. <laughs> is it she just has a long neck and so they wanted to have, like, long earrings so you couldn't tell how long this actress's neck was? Are we sure was? Which, that she didn't, like, lean forward and then as she stood back up, her earring swung back and stabbed her in the chest and that's how she died? It's very possible. That's a thing that happens. Um, yep. So let's let's talk here. The guys are wearing whatever outfits. Not very interesting. Nefertiri's dress is fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. I love her dress so much. Like all these, like just it's just slashes of fabric for the skirt. It's great. Yeah. And when she walks, it looks amazing. When she walks, how? When she, I said when she walks, it looks amazing. Yeah, but how does she walk? Like an Egyptian. God damn it, <laughs> <Thank> Claire. <you>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> Angela, however, has the most sad sack dress, and I feel bad that she has to die yeah. in this dress. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, she outfashioned you. There was nothing you you couldn't defend yourself Seriously. in that dress. Seriously. Death by fashion. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Nefertiri is also not making that dinner conversation any less awkward. <laughs> No. And I love, I love it so much. Yeah, no, her, that's not her. Her thing is not making things less awkward. No, it's great. Um, Angela is like trying to befriend her and says, "I'm so glad I'm getting to know you." To be honest, I was a little nervous when Marcus told me you were coming, and I know the two of you were close. And uh, Nefertiri goes, "We are not anymore," but I do understand how these things can be difficult. And that she was a little jealous, and she says, um, Nefertiri says, whatever for, the way he looks at you, I can tell you mean the world to him. And Angela says, I hope so. And I was like, oh no, here it comes. And Nefertiri says, the whole world. And then stabs Angela. Uh, Stabby, stabby, stab, stab. Like, (laughs) uh, stabby, stabby, stab, stab. (laughs) Yes. Uh, It's like, oh no, Angela, look at the outfit you chose to die in. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) Also, if you were jealous, if you were potentially jealous of this lady coming to your house for dinner, like, that's what you're going to (laughs) wear? Seriously. Garbage. Yeah, I'm not looking your best. Also, uh, how about this, like, these douchebag old dudes? Um, They're just like, all right, women, clear. Clear the plates. Yeah. We'll have coffee yep. in the other room, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> just. And I like she stabby stab stabs her and then just calmly takes the knife back oh, over. Oh, so good. Yeah. It's so <laughs> fucking good. Just puts it down and it's like, what? Uh, yeah. Um. So 
Yeah, Marcus comes in and says, oh, what have you been talking about? <laughs> Nepeteria just goes, a life for a life, and throws the fucking knife at him. <laughs> His reaction's amazing, too. Yeah. Just like, yeah, oh, yikes. This guy's yeah. an English actor, I forgot to say about him, but I've, like, I recognize him from a lot of stuff. He's been in a lot of British things. I think he's really seen- good in it. I would like to have seen more yeah. of him. Yeah. I think Victor's the only one I really dislike in this episode as far as acting is concerned. I think he's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think Victor's clothes are terrible. I think his character is terrible. I think as an actor, he's terrible. Let's <laughs> really dislike him. God, even those shoes. Oh, Angela. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that picture, Brad. <laughs> You're welcome. Send a real, real great image of him running and freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he looked down and realized what his wife was wearing when she died. Yeah, yeah that's oh, why no, he was don't upset. Don't die in that. <laughs> um, Duncan. Uh, oh, I like Nefertiri tells Marcus, "Live and be happy, Marcus." <laughs> Is that not what you want from me after you destroyed my Bye, world? Bitch. <laughs> God, I fucking love her. Uh, Duncan says, "I think you you'd better get out of here." And she just says, live and be happy now. <laughs> she oh. leaves with Duncan. <laughs> uh, Duncan drags her from the room. Oh, so good. Um, She's great. God, I'm so sad mm-hmm. she dies. Yeah, she, I, yeah. She, she should have just stuck around as like a, just a, just a real agent of chaos. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine if, if she like met up with Amanda somewhere? <gasps> oh. oh, man. That'd be one sexy episode. <laughs> they, they team up and just really go on some shenanigans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. God, God, her dress here is so fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, Duncan kicks her the fuck out of his sex barge. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't understand. She's like, well, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I've done nothing my queen would not have done. And Duncan says, your queen was saving a nation. You're not saving anything. Not even yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and she, he says, you don't even know how close you were to losing your head. She says, Marcus would not have killed me. And Duncan says, I'm not talking about him. Which I was like, oh, fuck, snap. Duncan. <laughs> yeah. And she feels betrayed. And Duncan says, you feel betrayed. You used me to get to his, in his home to kill his wife. <laughs> <laughs> She's ah, she's so intense. She says, I love her. This is not about you, Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> I love her so much. Uh, yeah. So he tells her get out. So the next scene, Duncan and Marcus are at Angela's grave. Oh, which her, her grave is like this is a really old grave. Yeah. yeah. I was like, did she like what? Wait, what? Hey, um, do you been you been saving that that gravestone? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> He's like, I bury all my wives at this grave. <laughs> <laughs> like, they could have stood anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You didn't even have to have a gravestone. <laughs> like, it's... Yeah. It, it could have been... Yeah, it could have been, like, the next day, and you just have a, a plot. Like, mm-hmm. didn't didn't need to do it, for whatever <gasps> so reason. So weird. She's buried with an 800-year-old it- gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> and I, w- I will say, like, in this scene, at le- like, the last scene, obviously, we now have a picture that Brad sent us of what he looked like. But in this scene, I was like, Marcus does not seem too broken up about it anymore. <laughs> no. Uh, but he he feels like this is his fault. He shouldn't have b- brought Nefertiri uh, here. And 
He says, I thought that because I had changed, she had too. I'm like, she's been gone for 2,000 years. But yeah, it's yeah. not like she's had 2,000 more years of life experience yeah. to change like you have. She's been in that box. It just happened for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I don't, I'm like, I I mean, it was really stupid for Duncan to take her to this dinner. But also it's like, it's really stupid for Marcus to think she's just going to like forgive all mm-hmm. immediately. Like it could take a thousand more years for her to really get and process through all that. Yeah. Like, it's he, so crazy. He should have just like um found that and then like had her opened up on a different continent. And then yeah. like by the time she eventually like gets her shit together and finds out that he's still alive, that, you know, everything is, like, patched up. Yeah. Um, Duncan tells Marcus, and he goes, you know she'll be coming for you. And I was like, you mean right now? Right now she'll be coming for you? Okay, here's a question. How many of these immortals are, like, trapped in boxes or underwater or something? For real! Like, when it comes down to it, and there can be only one, like, are you gonna have to, like, go around and find, like, the the 60 people that are, like, underground? I mean, and how about the ones you just don't realize? Like, I mean, say there is something at the end of this thing, like, okay, let's let's pretend the first movie was it, right? So at the end, the it's seemingly... Yeah. What, what happened? With, with Stephen, Stephen King's it. No, no. Oh. Oh my gosh, Claire. Claire, <laughs> come back to us in the Highlander podcast, please. Uh, so, but yeah, so like, you know, at the end of that, it's like Connor being the, the one, the last mm-hmm. one, like he seemingly took all the power and there was some feeling like he would know he was done like that was yeah. it and he and then he became mortal right so yeah. can you imagine if you thought you were the one because you feel like you killed everyone <laughs> But you're still not mortal. You'd have to be like, fuck, are there people buried somewhere? <laughs> you just got to like, like spend I... all of your time just like trolling the globe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I gotta find them. Yeah. Gotta find yeah. them. Like if you're like, you know, one of the, if you're like Kurgan, like somebody that's yeah. just out to like be the one and you got to spend all your fucking time like, <laughs> like, uh, uh, can I, oh, yep. Seems like there's one here. I got to start digging. There's a box down there somewhere. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so uh, Nefertiri waits till they're right outside the cemetery, by the way, because she knows holy ground. And uh, she's wearing, like, the headband of truth or something. I don't know what the fuck she's wearing. I don't know what this was. She's wearing her outfit from fame. Yeah, for real. Yeah, she just came from a workout. She's got her little headband on. She's Wonder Woman. She's Wonder Woman. Uh, And she's there to take out Marcus. And Duncan, like, steps in frame. He's like, it's over, Nefertiri. Let it go. <laughs> and I'm like, Duncan, she just fucking straight up murdered this guy's wife. I don't think she's ready to let it go. Yeah. <laughs> let it go. Let uh, it go. Yeah. And she's telling Marcus he has to kill her. And he, he says, I couldn't fight you 2,000 years ago, and I won't fight you now. Once I used to love you more than life itself, part of me still does. Uh, which I'm just like, Marcus, come on. <laughs> Come on, yeah. get over it. Um, would you even yeah. remember somebody? Like, no, like, no. You would. You, they would. You would. Like, I have friends that like. I like. Oh wow, I forgot about that friend from college. <laughs> yeah, like that wasn't that long ago. Like this is, this is insane. You remember? You remember somebody you had a relationship with two thousand years ago? 
Yeah. So, um, you know, so what I do like is this, like, solidifies various rules, right? Whatever the weirdo rules they have. But the fact that she waited till they were off the cemetery land to kind of come and confront them. How does she even recognize what's holy land? I don't know. I, I wonder if they feel it somehow. I don't know. But no, we know, look, yeah, no, because... let's know because Duncan killed somebody on holy yeah. land. Let, never forget. Yeah. Um, but then also she tells Duncan that uh, because, you know, she's trying to fight Marcus and she says, you cannot interfere with our fight because that's also one of the rules that only they can only do one on one battles. Um, so all that did for me was like, oh, these rules have been around forever. Yeah. So um, she talks about that this fight has nothing to do with reason. It's all about loyalty. And she swore an oath to the queen and it's all she has left. And Duncan's like, the war is over. <laughs> Um, and so Duncan goes ahead and he's going to fight her. <laughs> this is so dumb. This fight. I just, go ahead. I, this all, this, because this fight quickly moves locations into the oh, yeah. white, all white museum. Yeah. Yeah. It's very wild. I don't get this white museum because is it a museum or is it like a wedding venue? I like, don't know. Why are there birds in a cage in the corner? Listen, yeah. I, we'll talk about the quickening because <laughs> I don't. I don't think things went. I think those birds exploded. I, I think. <laughs> I think those. Yeah, because where else did those feathers come from? Yeah, that's those, like those birds exploded and bird feathers are flying down. You can you can say whatever you want, but that's what happened. I just, I mean, I'm with you guys, though. I don't know what this place is. No, this place is a weird music video. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of Nia People's music video locations. Definitely. <laughs> but also, like, the lighting that they end up using in here is so weird. It's so weird. Like, it turns from, like, it's a white room. There's a lot of blues. Then it's, like, purpley, and it's just all very bizarre. Yeah. No, it's it's very strange. Also, they do the fake out again because yeah. we're out with Constantine mm-hmm. yeah. and he's watching and having flashbacks to scenes that he wasn't in. Oh, and stuff. this was amazing! The little flashbacks in his eye. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, I love yeah. this. And he and he's we see like um like she gets Duncan down on his knees and I'm like, there's oh, yeah. there's no way that he should be able to come back from that. No, he does something that no because Dan asked about that. He was like, because we see Duncan do it. He duck duck. when Mm -hmm. she goes to you know behead him and dan's like you're not allowed to do that (laughs) he says because everyone every time duncan has someone on their knees they just kind of like (laughs) yeah (laughs) i i pictured it like kind of like uh mike tyson's knockout like you know the like (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) the video game like those guys just kind of stand on their knees and wobble a little bit until duncan takes their head and that's not what happened here duncan ducked out of the way and I was like, well, that's an appropriate thing to do, but nobody oh. ever does that. He also got stabbed in the chest. Like, I. I mean, oh, yeah, no it was way, crazy. There is no way he should admit it out of this fight. No. Yeah. I didn't yeah, I, I did think I, you that was crazy when her, she stabbed him. You didn't see her head get removed because when she's lying on the floor, she's got a head. So I was like, wait, so he got her or what? Oh, I thought we just couldn't see yeah, her you can't, head. You can't see yeah, you her. can't Wait, see it. As she falls, you can see her hair attached to, like, to her head. Where? Like her head, her head, sorry, her head is attached to her body. Where? I don't I'm see sure it. I'm sure when she lands, you saw her, like, she hadn't... We don't well, see I don't land. See, you, you don't see her land. Mm. Mm. You see her, like, start to Maybe fall. Maybe it was the way it was filmed, he... then. I just thought I could see it. I don't know. Yeah. 
because he's okay she stabs she goes for him he ducks she hits uh he hits her leg you go back to marcus Mm -hmm. and then at that point she's already dead on the floor and then you're not seeing her head it's cut out of the scene oh i thought i saw it okay never mind and uh duncan is i i like that duncan is actually really sad about having to kill her Mm -hmm. because it's a sad death like she is for her, it's been a day, like, and he killed this old <laughs> immortal. Like, oh, oh, no, oh, yeah, there's all the feathers. <laughs> yeah. And these Where two birds. These two birds got roasted. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's either fe- uh, feathers or confetti from someone. <laughs> I mean, what makes more sense? The two birds died and there were feathers, or the confetti just happened to be in this room? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's why I was oh, like, and is the this two, a wedding venue? And the, two birds, and the two birds are no longer in the birdcage. <laughs> yeah. No. It's great. I love it. <laughs> I love we're just roasting birds. Why didn't David Abramowitz talk about that? <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Okay. So I love how sad Duncan is. He's such a sad sack and I love it. Um, now they're back on the barge and I was like, yeah, Constantine's not invited in the sex barge. <laughs> they got to talk outside. Um, he tells Duncan, he goes, I'm sorry you had to kill her. And Duncan says, I kept thinking there's something else I could have done. Um... And then uh, they do this thing about, like, what would Darius have said? <laughs> we just said, where can I hide? Yeah, basically, I'm like, Darius would never be in this predicament because he would just be hiding. Yeah. Um, he says, uh, Darius would have said that you mustn't blame yourself. She made it war and you fought with a warrior's instinct. That life always chooses life. That's what I think he would have said. I don't know if Darius would have said that or not. Yeah. Darius um, would have said, oh, no, I'm scared. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a little baby. And Marcus says she was an extraordinary woman. Duncan says, yes, she was. Yeah. It's a real sad death. Like, she, I, I just, I hate that they felt the need to kill her off. Yeah. I mean, they made it in such a way that there was no yeah. out, but no, she's she's too sad. much chaos. She's too much chaos yeah. for the world. Yeah. So no, sad. But not for you, Brad. No, definitely not for no. me. No. I embrace the chaos. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm just trying to see if there's anything else that was cut out. That uh, There's one scene where Constantine is talking to Duncan about like the Egyptians and the Romans. And he says, in the beginning, it was a democracy, a paradise. Then we became lazy, complacent. We conquered nations so slaves could do our work for us. We stopped learning. We stopped remembering. And I was like thinking, when I reread that, I was like, oh, that guy that had a problem with the the Crusades definitely would have had a problem with that. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about slaves. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Alright, guys. Let's see. That was the episode. Best dress, worst dress. <laughs> I'm gonna say Angela for worst dress. Yes. Yeah. And in that same scene, Nefetiri for best dress. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> she killed her with fashion. Sorry, Angela. It's true. They never had an op- opportunity to fight back because... Le- what, was there nothing else in your closet? You were jealous. This lady used to date your husband. Like, that's what you're going to wear? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I guess good on you for being so secure in your relationship, but also... Well, I mean, like, that's ugh. the thing. I, but though, I, I think you don't want to try to compete. Because if you have yeah. to try to compete, you know you're going to lose. Okay, but you don't got to look like trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's a difference. I, I think you're trying to exude confidence. I'm going to wear... I'm going to wear a dress made out of t- <laughs> t-shirts because <laughs> like i gotta play it cool otherwise Ugh. i'm g- otherwise i'm losing this fight yeah for sure um all right who won and who lost 
Oh, did Nefertiri lose or win? I don't know. I think she lost. Yeah, I don't know who won. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who won either. Um, There's a lot of death in this this episode. Oh, you know who won? Um, uh, uh, Maurice. Maurice won. He got got the wine. He got to see her a little naked in the portal. He uh, got got a compliment from... He could, he could get back in the head, but before that, he got a compliment from her, That's or what he, he took as a compliment, and he got to cook her dinner. Yeah. And have goat cheese. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll take it. I feel like this is not the first or the last time that we're going to see Maurice in the head. Oh, definitely. <laughs> he's going he's to end up in a lot of, of wacky accidents. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, Alright guys, uh, do you guys want to tell me what's next on the show? I don't have it open, Brad, do you? Oh, Claire. How I'm could you sorry. Not be- That's, it's, it's so inappropriate that you I wouldn't know. be prepared. Especially when we're going to talk about the next episode, which is episode 19, Legacy. 19! 19! I'm season um, two. Okay, oh, and this sorry. is going to be a goodie. This is going to be a goodie. When her mentor, Rebecca, is killed, Amanda <gasps> is determined <gasps> to avenge the death even though it means going up against the formidable immortal Luther and possibly <laughs> losing her head. She comes to Mac for a final fling before her likely death. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Uh, and when he discovers she's after Luther, he tries to take the battle on himself, feeling as he has a better chance of survival. <laughs> I'll stop there. That's great. Oh, oh. So good. Nice. We were so close to having oh them in the same God. episode. It's true. <laughs> I'm so, so excited to have Amanda back. Yeah. I can't wait to watch that Raven show now. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely have to cover it. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, the other thing I, I meant to mention, too, is that uh, Dusty Reviews thought it was a missed opportunity to not have Richie in this episode. Like, there yeah. would have been a lot of commentary between Richie about Nefertiri that... <laughs> I kind of want Richie back in the show. Uh, mm. uh, good, that is interesting, and we have that recorded. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like... There's a lot of stuff I feel... I do feel that this is because I didn't record with you guys the episode after he found out he was an immortal. Yeah, yeah. I th- because yeah. I feel like there's a lot of stuff with his character that I still feel is not explored. Yeah. And I th- I think that that was a good episode that led to him being okay with killing that other dude that, mm. you know, Duncan kicked Mako. him out for. Is it Mako? Mako. Yeah. 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 So, because I, f- you know, in the episode that you missed with us was you know richie coming up against someone and choosing making the choice to not kill the immortal mm-hmm. and yeah. so to me it's like to me that shows even more what richie's character is like like he made the choice to kill mako because he was a bad guy yeah. like he was a bad guy and then he didn't make the choice to kill what's her face in, in that one episode you missed because she wasn't uh-huh. she was someone who was in pain and like yeah. and actually fighting for some things that she should have been fighting for, yeah. and so like Against I the just the English, the pretty much those filthy, hey, filthy English. Dare you. But um, <laughs> but you know it's like so. I think there's so much to Richie's character that 
we at least the small pieces we've seen of him as an immortal that I'm like he really should be here to offset Duncan's kookiness. Yeah. So, mm. um, and for being such a young immortal, like I think it would bring uh, another element. And I'm hoping he's back soon. I mean, obviously he's gonna come back, but I don't not sure when. Um, because I'm trying my best to not look. Uh, but I am excited for Amanda to be back. Really excited. So. And yeah, this is nine. There's this, that's gonna be episode nineteen, and there's twenty two episodes this season. So we are wow. almost done with season two. And when does the next movie? Isn't it, is it in? in uh, is it season? Is it during uh, next season or the one after that? It is during next season. So we would go through episodes one through eight in season three, and then it would be Highlander three, the Sorcerer, and then episodes <gasps> nine through twenty two. Wow. So in the middle of season three. That's wild. Because I just, I still think that, um, not like, oh, they're finding their footing. I think they know what their show is at this point. Mm -hmm. But there's still so many avenues that I personally, just from watching the show, know that they're going to go down that they just haven't even started yet. Yeah. (laughs) It's just so wild to like, be like, when does this happen? Like, even Brad, like you were talking about like having Joe in the show. Like, he's still not all the way in the show yet. Yeah. It's so weird. And, and we're at the end of season two. Like, so I'm just like, when did this show, like, really, really get when, going? when Duncan and Joe get married? Yeah, it was the wedding episode. Yeah. Obviously, that's what we're talking Aww. about. It's really ahead of its time for a gay marriage. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's, that's what Highlander is about. Not as ahead of its, of its time, time as uh, Long Long Man. Just saying. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll have uh, Highlander, the third movie, in the middle of season three. And then uh-huh. uh, we won't have anything else until after uh, season six. So, um, and that will include the spinoff of the one season of The Raven and the last two Highlander movies. And maybe by that time, the other movie. Yeah. All right. It's exciting Highlander times, guys. I think this episode was a lot of fun. I appreciate your time. Uh, I appreciate (laughs) your energy to discuss on. It's just so good. Um, And it's so nice to have this after two really bleh episodes. Yeah. Yeah. We really need it. You know what I appreciate? (laughs) I appreciate when Duncan puts his hair in a ponytail because it automatically gives him at least three more beef points. Yeah. Well, what did you think I should have asked, Claire? Um, because you didn't give us the rating for the uh, quickening. Oh, the quickening. Mm-hmm. Um, seven out of ten. Okay. Well, they did kill birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two birds with one quickening. And the 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 little bits in the um in the eye were really cheesy, which I liked. But yeah, low beef, fun. like barely any beef. I mean, we well, got we that sex any- scene, but. But we didn't get any Duncan flashbacks, and that's usually where you get your beef from. Yeah. So that's, that's usually what you're, you're uh, actually, uh, what's it called, grading his beef on is the flashbacks. I mean, I grade it Duncan on flashbacks. whatever I feel like, wherever there is beef, I that's grade That's true. It. So... I don't know, those sexy time scenes, that was very high beef for me. <laughs> but I, even then... Again, when he not, picked her up, I was like, <laughs> So. Now the grapes, the grape part. I was like, <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves a good sex grape. <laughs> Where are you putting those grapes? I don't want to know. <laughs> Everyone loves baby All right. birds. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, then we're out. Uh, bye. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via notscott at reactionary-sass.com on facebook.com slash groups slash notscott 
and at NotQuiteScott on Twitter. Call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcast and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com. 